The Green Suiters Podcast is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to support our show, get early access to each episode, get your questions read right on there, and you want to listen to each episode ad-free, then head over to www.patreon.com forward slash Podcast to find out how. If you don't have any bucks to toss our way, it would mean the world to us to have some feedback on how the podcast is doing. You can leave us a review wherever you listen to this episode. Now, on to the show. Hello, boys. Good evening. Hello, men. Hey, before we get into what's on the bench, this is our last episode of January. So that means that it is it's the February next. <coughs> that it also means that, but it it means that this is the last opportunity this month that people have to enter our clamp giveaway with the great Bessie Tools North America. I think we need to have a name for it, like our Clamptastic giveaway. Clamptastic, I love it. Ooh. Yep. Clamptastic. Clampathon, Clamptastic giveaway. So uh, <coughs> real quick, just a refresher. I wanted to start in the beginning of this episode for those who might drop off before the end and don't even know. Um, but if you want to enter, you can, for one, it's U.S. and Canada. It is, <coughs> excuse me. U.S. and Canada, uh, excluding Alaska and Hawaii. And the prize packs, two people, two, everybody, will win uh, two 6-inch trigger clamps and two 12-inch trigger clamps. So two lucky winners. And to enter, all you have to do currently, until we come up with a better plan, is to send an email to greensuiterspodcast at gmail.com. Correct, Ben? And then in the subject line, put... January giveaway and in the body we just need your address and your telephone number and that is simply so when we alert you that you have won we don't have to ask for that information so Hmm. big thank you to Bessie and next week we will know what the giveaway is going to be for the month of February Ooh, so each winner gets four clamps correct that's a wicked good deal, man. Yep. We got a lot of people. Free. We got a lot of people entered, Ben. Yeah, um, we're we're probably in the thirties now for people. Oh, wicked cool, there was, man. There was a huge jump today, and really, oh. social media for the podcast account and my account, like it, it's like every day, I don't know, five to ten people, which is which is a lot for you know the last few months so nice it's been popping yeah man youtube's popping yeah for us on sedge tool it's awesome yeah oh sedge i don't think i told you i um i don't know if you watched the uh the connector video that i did but i talked about you and your channel uh, at the end of it and i linked oh. your i linked your page in the vi- or your youtube channel in the video description oh thank you very much because I was talking, you know, of course, the content that creators put out on YouTube is, is, of course, never good enough for everybody. And how dare I make a video that didn't ma- meet the one exact person's needs. <laughs> so because I only did, you know, basically like a butt joint or something that you would do for like a table apron or something like that. I said, if you want to see, you know, a lot of other different techniques to use. The domino connectors go check out sedge tool 
Why, thank you very much. So, I mean, let's be honest. If you've seen a spike over the past week or so, that's probably why. <laughs> you know what? I believe it because we have, we have had one hell of a spike Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. That's awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's it's kind of like whoa, and we can't we can't believe the swag sales, the merch sales. It's unbelievable. Nice. Yeah. Oh, Ben, you are in a. I know some you, man, people are listening and not watching, but Ben's wearing a a sedge tool. It's zippy. a zip. It's a zip hoodie. Ooh. And ben, stop doing that. You're turning me on. I, I gotta say, it's a chick magnet. I've been wearing it for a week now, every day around the house. Ooh. It is quite comfy. Yeah, that's what I wear around the house. It's wicked comfy. I've slept, I've slept in mine twice. Oh my god! You're gonna you're gonna see this in my my upcoming YouTube video, Sedge. <laughs> no way! Is that really? I was wearing it. Yeah, <laughs> I was literally so filming cool. right before we came up. So. Oh, cool, man. Uh, really cool. Yeah, I've been uh, pleasantly shocked on YouTube because we. Uh, uh, we released that. You know, I told you how frustrated I was with that hand plane. Mm-hmm. And uh, I made it really work. And, boy, did we get a lot of engagement with it. I think we're going to hit 5,000 on it soon. That's nice. awesome, man. Yeah, four days. I mean, I feel like Jason Bent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jason hits that in six hours. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'd be I, bet, I better start calling YouTube and asking them where my uh, my silver play button is. Yeah, you, you know what? It's just a lot of fun because Big D had bought a twenty dollar hand plane. Now he's got something that's working pretty damn good. Nice. Speaking awesome. of planes, ah. um, I was yeah, I was really bummed out that I didn't get to bring that. What is it? The right angle yeah. plane. I didn't right get to angle. bring that up. So funny story about that. I was. I started an Etsy. Um, I haven't talked about it on Instagram or anything. Um, I have sold two sets of plans. Thank you oh, very you much. Oh, you sold another one? That must have uh, been I did, recent then. And I already mm. ordered my uh, Maserati. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I opened a, an Etsy shop. And it's so weird because I, I don't even know how it came up. But just out of the blue, like there was a little ad or whatever. And it popped up and it was that that was that plane and i'm like Mm -hmm. get out of here i was like i've been looking for that you can't buy it anymore and it just popped up and a guy was selling it and i was like oh i'm not i'm i'm jumping on this yeah so i ordered it and immediately took it out of the box and (coughs) um it's already pretty sharp but it'll it was cutting really really good i was just playing with it um in the shop i I love that thing that thing is so cool i can't wait to sharpen it though i'm really hoping that we we get together this weekend i just bought my first uh, something on Etsy the other day, and I wanted to. I uh, I have a Stanley Number no. Five um, hand plane, and there was a cracked tote handle on it. And I'm going to refurbish a couple of because a couple of people have reached out and said, "Hey, can you refurbish a Stanley? Can you refurbish this?" I said, ah, "Absolutely." So I'll do some content on that or a couple of videos, whatever. But I bought a knob and a handle made out of cherry from the guy from the UK 55 bucks I said what the hell man that's a that's a bad tab you know for like a half hour for me yeah I was gonna say uh, a very very uh, (laughs) short amount of time at the bar (laughs) and you ready it came like in four days and they fit absolutely 
perfect, man. And it really makes this uh, hand plane look like a wicked expensive one. I think I paid five bucks for it 20 years ago. It's wicked nice, and it's refurb and nice. So I was pretty stoked. You'll see it, Jay. She'll go, holy crap, is that nice. Nice. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that would be something that I would like to do, I think. I don't like removing rust and stuff from metal. I've never enjoyed that, but oh. something about the idea of refurbishing tools kind of interests me. We'll, well see. Well, let's do it. Why don't you buy an old junker, bring it up here, and we'll refurbish it on a Saturday, and I'll call the boys over to shoot the we – can, we can make a video on it. I think people would dig it. I don't yeah, buy junk, Sedge. Yeah. You can get some exposure. I can take a $5 – on- on Sedge's channel. Yeah, yeah. I could do it. It'll probably give you some growth, you know? <laughs> no joke, it probably would. <laughs> There's every, people follow him, don't have any idea I even exist. <laughs> and vice uh, versa. You, God, I'm meeting some of the nicest people on uh, on the YouTube channel, Sedge on Tool. Tinder? It's fun. Yeah, I got a, I just opened a, you know how we have all these different accounts? I just opened a, a Tinder account, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty I mean, cool. I, I never realized. Guys on there. Meeting all so kinds of really guys, good dudes you know on Grinder. Oh, oh yeah, and that's the other one that Big D wants me to open up is Grinder. Yeah, I keep getting yeah. these really weird photographs of people in the bathroom. I don't understand why. Oh but, yeah, <laughs> I just keep swiping right. You know, I'll tell you. Remind me when we get together for a few beers. I'll tell you a story about Chris and TikTok. You'll kind of love it. Oh God. Yeah, I bet you it's great. <laughs> So what have you guys been up to, man? Ben, what about you? <clears throat> um, school started last week. It's it's been going slow. We we just got hit by a big another big uh, snowstorm. Oh yeah. Yesterday, um, it dumped quite a bit of snow. So I haven't physically been able to go to school because I got over Corona, and then the snowstorm hit. So um, I've had quite a bit of time at home. But uh. For everybody that follows my Instagram, I, I had corona at the beginning of the month, and then my uh, back issues came up like full swing, so I was out for like a week and a half, it feels like. So in that time, I started to work on my Etsy store. I started to work on some designs. So I've been doing a lot of prototyping, finalizing some 3D print designs, and I'm going to put up on my Etsy store, um, finalizing uh, a build plan of a video that I – I'm shooting now. I, sh- I was shooting it before we got on the podcast. Um, so just just trying to, you know, kind of get the ball rolling on things. Uh, I know in the last podcast we talked about how the Army kind of ingrains in your head to hit the ground running whenever, you, you know, you reach whatever it is you're going to reach next. Well, school for me ends in a few months, and so I, I want to have something there whenever I graduate. So I'm starting to make make those moves for, you know, how I want to earn an income. So. Just kind of getting the ball rolling. That's what I've been up to. But part of that filming is I'm, I'm making another sys bench. So I picked up the the plywood over the weekend, and holy crap, man, hmm. ninety three bucks a sheet for red oak. Ninety three dollars. Wow. It's like okay, do I want to spend two hundred bucks right now? I mean, you so got to make I, content. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I. I I, I need, totally but, I, but I I need it though. I need it because my my shop's in disarray right now because I need that that space for it. I have a totally different outlook on on plywood prices now. Like I know everything's elevated, obviously, but 
And it all came after listening to that uh, Shannon Rogers um, plywood episodes um, on the Lumber Industry Update podcast. But I don't, like if you want good plywood, you know, you're going to pay for it. And since I've used so many box store brands uh, or box store plywood, and then you compare it to like, like the stuff that we bought when you were here, Ben, even that, Mm -hmm. uh, that quarter inch white oak bucks. Yeah. Yeah, hundred bucks. Like I was looking yeah. at the other day. But like that I need was to go get, on, though. Yeah, but I need to go get more white oak. I need to get uh, Balt like Baltic birch five by five right now, which they have in stock. Luckily, is like one hundred and thirty five dollars. Um, you want to you want to hear a like price? You want to hear a price? I heard the other day. I know a guy who bought thirty seven sheets of three quarter Baltic birch. You ready? Sixty seven dollars a sheet. Oh man. He so, bought it. He bought it all. I mean, so he goes. So that's so. God, um, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that's how much maple is right now here. Maple plywood is sixty-seven. But, and I and I could have bought it, but I like kind of backed myself into a corner with the red oak because that's what my other two cis benches are made out of. I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to walk downstairs. Like, I want to have some kind of uniformity, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, well, I already, I already have two cis what benches made it? out of red oak. Oh, it's it's crappy. It's it's from Lowe's. It's probably Damn, it's from Lowe's and it costs that much? Yeah. Wow. Oh, never <laughs> mind. I take back funny? everything I just said. What's funny is um is I was horrible. I was like I was like uh I needed someone to come and help me change like one of the sheets, like to get like a sheet that was lower in the stack. And uh one of the workers came and and I was like, Hey man, why? Because it was it was sixty bucks a month ago. And and I was like, Hey man, why is this $33 more than it was last month. He's like, oh, that's the good stuff. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's this not. This is not good stuff. <laughs> I thought I thought you were going to say, <laughs> I had to go get somebody to come help me change my shorts. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I put wow. it in my stories, How much? but it's just... It was 97 bucks. Lowe's? $93. $93, yeah. bucks. wow. A sheet, yeah. That is outrageous. I thought you were talking about like a lumber supplier. Like I'll pay mm. those prices at a lumber supplier because I know it's a lot better quality. But at no. Lowe's, red oak ninety three dollars. What is yeah, it? Red like oak. have a, a layer of gold inside of it. And 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 I thought, and and this is where I'm. I mean, it sucks just having a car because I could have when I first started making the cis benches, I could have easily gone thirty minutes up the road, and um, and gotten some some maple plywood or some birch i think it was maple for 60 bucks but i was like do i want to continue to have to make an hour round trip when i can go 10 minutes down the road so i mean and and i like the way it looks too so it is what it is Hmm. whoa cool yeah what do you that's what i've been up to jason what have you been up to um, I want to clear the air a little bit um, for those that don't see all my stories, but I've been still getting messages from people like, congratulations on the new house and all that stuff. <laughs> so, that was the conversation we had yesterday. Yeah. So the downside to this podcast and the way we record is that, you know, this comes out almost two weeks after we record it. So I've already talked about all this in, in my stories and everything, but for those who, you know, haven't seen those. Uh, to make a long story short, we backed out. Inspection went well. Everything went good. But um, 
I was reading some more on the HOA stuff, and I ended up calling them to um, clarify what style of building that I could build, which I, according to the regulations from the architectural committee, it looked like it had to be a stick frame. <laughs> when I actually ended up talking to them, the lady was like, wait, are you trying to build uh, a sh- a something that's not attached to your house? I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, if you if you even tried to do that, there's no way it'll get approved. So I was like, okay, well, it's a deal breaker, even though, and then I, you know, read to her the guidelines that says uh, garage additions or new garages are allowed, but they have to get approved. So anyways, that didn't work out. It's probably for the best. Um, We actually did go look at another house. Um, Same problem. Uh, Actually, no, it didn't have an HOA. However... Mm. It didn't have an HOA. However, the there was all these drainage easements on the property. So the only usable space that I could have built a shop, I couldn't build a shop. So that one fell through. Um, and then basically like the perfect dream house and the right price came along, but it was in Greenfield. So we decided not to go look at it, but it was a house way off the beaten path, three acres um, oh, wow. Massive backyard, tons of space for a shop, beautiful house. Um, Just not in the right school district. The schools were actually great, too. The schools were actually really good, but green, the green, there's nothing in Greenfield. Mm. Um, and Nicole and I were just kind of like, I really wanted to go look at it initially, but we decided not to. So what we've been doing is talking lately over the past week or so, and... We're not going to rush it. Nicole's actually stopped looking, like stopped all the searches. Yeah. Um, I'm still on one, but I think. Oh, wow. If it comes to like February or I'm sorry, not February, but like April, May time frame, and we haven't found something by then, we're just going to push it off until after the, uh, our new son. That's also new news. Uh, right. our new son That's wicked is born. Um, so that's the story with the house for now. I'll be staying where I'm at. Um, I've been investing a lot of time on SketchUp, trying to learn SketchUp, and I've been taking oh. some training courses provided through SketchUp, which are actually pretty <clears throat> good. Um, so I'm having fun messing with that. And the biggest reason I think is because of that uh, idea that I had been, um, that I want to do when I retire and SketchUp will be a big part of that. And I actually had a scenario the other day where it would have been absolutely perfect. Um, Oh really? Oh yeah. It happens very regularly. Um, it's awesome. I don't want to get too deep into it on here because I, I don't know of anybody else that's offering this service and it's something that I would really like to do. Sedge, I'll, I'll tell you about it this weekend, but and I hate that. I hate to be like cryptic about it, but it's just dancing naked in a shop, showing people how to do it. It's a private private life yeah. call session you know yeah it's uh, like an only fans but for woodworkers so yeah um ooh, sketch up only fans i, I haven't like it <laughs> <laughs> make a new instagram page um 
I haven't been doing too much in the shop. I uh, Over the four-day weekend, I had like a laundry list of things that I wanted to get done. And a lot of them were like getting caught up on things in the house. Um, so I ended up, uh, we repainted like eight, eight doors. Excuse me. So, oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, one of the things that we've been doing, because every time we renovated a room, um, the doors were never painted in this house. They're just the primed doors from Lowe's and Home Depot. Or wherever they got them from. But um, we ended up painting eight of them over those uh, days and like put new hardware and hinges and all that kind of stuff. So, um, and then as you can see, I'm in a different location. I'm actually upstairs in the guest room where we moved our, you know, home desktop computer. And because the, where we did have that monstrosity of a uh, desk setup that I built that I've basically ripped all apart now. that's all basically gone and that's that's going to be our our peloton studio because we're snooty like that Ooh. but other than that oh you've been writing reviews too oh yeah (laughs) then you should read you should read that fantastic review that came in on the podcast totally true Oh, that's someone named uh, Schmitz Schmudworking left? Yeah, Schmitz Schmudworking. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Somebody clearly mm. stole my Somebody clearly stole my account. It was very accurate though. But no, I I've, I've been on a diet, man. I went back on the the holidays were not good to me. And uh, I'm only I'm not drinking really anymore. <laughs> um I drank one six pack last week on Saturday night, and that's all the beer I had all week. But I'm doing like a wow, yeah, keto style, no sugar, no grain. It's I've done it many times in the past, and it works very well for me, and it actually gets me like super laser focused. Um, but I've been sticking to that, and I've lost like seven pounds since last Monday. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I gotta get I gotta get in, sh- gotta get in shape for WorkbenchCon. Bikini season's right around the corner, man. Absolutely. I'm going to be walking around WorkbenchCon with a Speedo, and that's it. Scaring everybody that's off. Sedge Tool Ooh. merch. Speedo. Yep. I'll Ooh, be in a banana. Sedge Tool woolly cap. <laughs> and Speedo. Sedge, what are you doing thongs? Ordering Sedge Tool thongs. Mm hmm. Uh, what have I been up to? Just working in the shop. Uh, I'm always organizing, but um, I think I'm going to pull the trigger and start working on plans. And um, I was going over this weekend of the uh, outline of how we're going to do the window seat. Don't tell Marianne. It'll be a surprise, Jason. But uh, it's working out. Uh just i really had to concentrate all last week for work because of uh i had a lot of training it's virtual these days so i had new product training for internal for sales managers and internal training for everybody but a lot of new products coming out at work so that's what i've been up to just uh trying to keep going keep motivated i've lost nine pounds and uh doing good i'm doing the keto too you know no uh it's awesome no uh yeah yeah and i am i'm right i'm burning pretty good right now so the thing i like about it is my energy 
and yes. clarity mm-hmm. and focus and clarity I get with it. It's uh, I needed to because I I gained a few pounds over the holidays, like you mentioned, and I just I needed to drop. So I even mentioned that in uh, when we did goals, I think that I was going to drop some uh, some lbs, mm-hmm. and I'm doing it pretty good yeah, now. Fifteen pounds. Yeah. Yep. I should be there probably awesome. in a few weeks for Workbench Con. So I look good in my uh, my new Sedge Tool uh, thongs. Yeah. That's important. Sure. That's what I love the most about, um, you know, the keto or no sugar, no grain. That's just, they're, they're basically the same thing, essentially. I, I eat a lot of keto style recipes and basically cut out all carbs for the most part. But like... Yeah. My energy levels are like I'm laser focused. Like I have to be doing something all the time, as opposed to when I'm like eating crappy food. And, and I know this isn't like a fitness podcast because trust me, none of us would be. Well, it's good it's relative that, to our but, previous podcast about well two yeah. podcasts ago about the goals that we have. You know, it's just crazy. Like when I'm eating like crap, like I'm not motivated. Like last night I was up here in the office. Like Leo goes to bed at seven. And I was up here, I edited my YouTube video, I got it uploaded, I messed with SketchUp, I took training courses, I was doing stuff for Patreon, like, I was up here until like 10.45, and I'm like, man, but I feel like I got so much done, and then I got all the doors painted this weekend, and um, it's just, I, I can't sit around, like, I need to be, I need to be actively engaged, you know, doing something, so I yeah. just feel a million times better. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I started, well, Jennifer and I, we both started um, eating healthy. And, you know, the, the only time that we're going to break away from that is we, we agreed that we'll we'll take a date at the end of each month to kind of celebrate, like, eating well and exercising the whole month. So, you know, she had her own fitness goals that she wanted to hit, and I do too. And, you know, it's it's kind of the same thing where – your focus is a little bit better and, and I don't necessarily know if it's because of the nutrition, but just because it, it's almost like when you focus on one goal or one thing, that focus tends to bleed over into other things that you're doing. So I think it's just kind of a, a byproduct of having a really focused goal in your life. And and, and, mm-hmm. and again, it just kind of, it just bleeds over into other things that you're trying to get done too. So it, it, it's like it builds up momentum kind of. You, but, you know, um, what's f- something that's funny is that um, we had said like Saturday, because typically, you know, we're with, um, we're with you, Sedge, on, on the weekends. You know, we get together, go to yep. eat dinner or whatever. But I was like, okay, well, we'll have like a cheat meal, you know, and mm-hmm. Saturday night, you know, or Sunday or whatever. But, Man, I'll tell you what, Saturday night, you know, we had like, I was like, oh, I want pizza. So we had pizza. I was suffering from that, that one meal for like two days. Yeah. Yep. So we're not doing that anymore. (laughs) No. It's not enjoyable. Yeah. I just, I just, I just like the clarity from it. You know, I just, I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm getting more done. I'm more productive, you know, so. I yeah. do it. I do it every January and February, uh, just to you know, I guess, clean my system, and then I maintain it because I don't do sugar at all. Any of the ten months, I just go right back to it. And then, right, I just go. And I just drink ten. fifty beers a night, and, and <laughs> right for ten months. Yep. So that's a fair. No, trade-off. I just. Uh, 
I just don't do sugar year round. I just sugar is not my my thing. I just can't stand it. I think it's poison. I just because I I I get better focused when I eat sugar or real sugary foods. I just get a real bad spike, and I I get a bad crash from it. I just can't do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Enough. Enough of the nutrition. What else? Yeah. What we got going? This is a this is a woodworking podcast, Sedge. Yeah, man. Why are you guys talking about nutrition? Ooh. Let everybody know what the topic tonight is going to be. <clears throat> it's your week. <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay, so check uh-huh. this out. <clears throat> it's uh it's not really a two pack question. You can either answer first or second. But um this is of major value to me because I ask this question quite a bit, and um, the first the first is, what fuels your passion for woodworking? And the second part is, what motivates you out to the shop? You know, because sometimes you're like hemming and hawing getting out to the shop. And I, I, know, I, I know we've talked about this, I think, in the earlier podcast, like one or two, about how you get started in woodworking, but what motivates you? to this day and what fuels your passion for what you do out in that shop woodworking it's an awesome question it's an okay question jason i'm getting a lot i'm getting a real like npr feel from you tonight (laughs) (laughs) me too hello my name's jason ben good evening today we're going to be on the green tutors podcast he has a, a great topic. Well, for I thought the same thing. I was like, he's in his like, especially the beginning of this. You're like, he's in his so, room. Uh, I'm upstairs right now in the guest bedroom. Yeah. In all fairness, I'm still peeking know. at negative one decibels. <laughs> I'm trying not to know. talk super loud because the guest room is literally right above Leo's room. That's what I figured oh. you were doing. But when I'm in the shop, I'm just like, ah, screw everything. I'm Jason Bitt. No, I like it. Let's talk about it. Who wants a to good go one, first? Man. I love it. Oh, Ben, you'd love to go first. Great. Go ahead. Um, I would say that for me, it's that's where I feel uh, creative. And mm. I'm trying to remember when I was doing my PTSD therapy a couple of years ago, um, you know, you, you kind of do a lot of soul searching when you go through any kind of psychotherapy. And I... I started to kind of try to pull myself back to like how it was before I joined the military. And I was very creative. I painted, I did watercolors, I did stencils, I did charcoal. Um, I mean, I have, I don't know how many paintings that I did as a kid. Um, when I was 10 years old, I, uh, drew the, the restaurant menu designed for my uncle's restaurant A 10 year old. I drew it for a restaurant. So, so I was, I was really talented when it comes to art. And as, as I got older, obviously, you know, I, you know, uh, well, my, my dad died when I was 14 and at right after he died, I never painted, did art. I never did it again. Not because I was like, I'm never doing this again. It's just, I just lost the passion for doing it. You know, um, I was more, I was more interested in like hanging out with friends because that kind of became an escape from a lot of the grief that I had from my dad dying. And then as I got older, I was in the military and, you know, I took on little leadership roles and it was very tasking and demanding. And, and I, 
I always try to find some kind of an outlet from that, from the stresses of the job. And um, eventually I, I got turned into woodworking. It's kind of how everybody else got started. You know, if someone in your family, spouse, fam- you know, brother, sister, mom, dad, whoever, ask you to, to make something. And you start the deep dive into getting tools and making things. And then you, you, know, you make that first cut or you make that first project and you're like, holy crap, I can do this. This is awesome. And so woodworking became, for me, it became that creative, expressive outlet to where, you know, and, and Jason can attest to, and I'm, I'm sure that anybody can, but for me, as an enlisted guy in the military, you know, my job eventually became being a, the senior enlisted advisor to a commander. I make recommendations. That's it. You know, I can't, I mean, I could tell the company what to do, but I'm really saying, hey, you know, captain, whatever, I recommend that we do this. It's up to him to make that decision. So as I get further in my career, I felt like I had less and less control over what I was doing because I I really didn't uh, or I really didn't have that control. And so that was around that time that I got turned into woodworking and I was like, holy crap. It's like whatever I see in my mind, I can make it now. And so for me, woodworking became the creative outlet that I needed it became something that I could directly control. I can control the design. I can control the materials. I can control the tools that I have. Everything around woodworking, I can control. You know, and even the things that that are kind of out of our control, like wood movement and uh, you know water density or more moisture density and stuff like that. Those things you can't control, but you can learn about it and and use that as leverage into your designs. And so I turned what used to be like an artistic uh, ability into a creative ability to make pieces of furniture or even now making content. You know, for me, when I make videos, it is an expression of my voice. And so anytime that I feel kind of like bogged down intellectually because I'm in school or because of kids, woodworking for me is the outlet. You know, like it doesn't matter if I have a project in mind or not, one of my most favorite things to do is to go in my shop, get out the HL850 planner. And I mentioned this in one of the earlier episodes. You know, like to get out the eight, to get out the 850 and just like play with it, because it is so much fun to oh, figure out how to make things with it. The HL850. Okay, good. <laughs> so, so for me, woodworking is it's it's like a creative expression out for me. Um, and then what keeps me going back to it is. The the watching the my videos. Want, <laughs> no, um, the want to to help other people get to where I'm at from a skill level, you know, to to teach people what I've already learned and to share the the headaches that I have with it, in the hopes that other people don't make the same mistakes, that they don't have the same frustrations. Um, you know, I still get frustrated in the shop if something's not going right or whatever, and I've I've learned now to where when I get to that point, I just need to stop kind of back away from it and remember that, Hey, this is, this is my creative outlet. This, I do this because I enjoy doing it. And if I hit a wall, you know, or I'm getting frustrated with something I need to just stop because that's not why I'm doing this. But, um, you know, I, I love having a problem and then being able to use woodworking or the skills around it to develop a solution for that. So, to me, that's that's why I love woodworking. That's why I love going in the shop. That's why I love just making things because it's again, it's it's like as soon as I have an idea of something, I can go and execute on it 
Whereas there are so many other ideas that people have in their in their lives where I wish I could do this and I wish I could do that and they can't because of certain limitations or constrictions. But when it comes to woodworking, literally whatever you think of, you could probably make as long as you have the skill and the materials and the tools. No. Can I just say something? I just want to say one thing. I love this podcast. <laughs> you know why? I look forward to it, man. I, as soon as you, when you told us what this I topic was, I was like, oh, I, I love this. No. I, I, hate, it. I this. hate both of you. I get to hang out with you guys. And I get so... Ben, thanks. Because you just brought back a great memory from my childhood. And I was just, just listening to you. I was like, oh, wow, this is cool, man. Ben's, Ben's the bomb. Sorry. You guys are my buddies, cool, but man. I get to learn about you guys, and this podcast is great. And the thing is, is, we share it with all these other cool people listening. So you're up, Jason. Except Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> we like we you, Michelle. you, Michelle. We like you, Michelle. Michelle, yeah. we love you. We love you, Michelle. I get Michelle. it in every episode. This is great. <laughs> um, this, it is a good question. Um, for me, this is going to sound totally cliche, you know, and, and like – like a fake answer, but the thing that motivates me the most to continue doing what I'm doing is when I get the really nice messages or see the nice comments that I'm, what I'm doing is helping people. Yeah. Yeah. It's very fulfilling. Yeah. I, I mean, I like, that's why I loved, you know, being a drill sergeant so much best job I ever had because yep. getting to see people grow and, you know, people being appreciative of the time that you take to, even though sometimes it's very hard you know, learning uh, on their behalf, but how much they appreciate it. And like seeing that in somebody's face, this is a little bit different because I'm not meeting most of these people, but I understand, you know, where they're coming from. But that, I mean, that's truly why I love it. The biggest reason, the other reason I, I love seeing the finished product on things. I love mm -hmm. looking at something that I made and going, man, I made that. Or like, especially like all the home renovation stuff I've been doing. Granted, not all of it is directly woodworking related, but there's some sort of woodworking task involved in them. But getting to take a vision and, and turning it into something is great. Here's where I'm going to flip this a little bit. And I'll, t let, let me say it first, and then I'll tell you what, what I think a big part of it is. But there's a part of me that's starting to get a little worried because anytime you take a hobby and turn it into your job, it does lose a little bit of enjoyment because you bring new things on them because it, it means something now. You know, it, it's like it's paying the bills. It's doing this. Yeah. This It becomes that job. And there are times where I'm, you know, I, I'm getting a little bit more stressed about all this than I ever wanted to and it's 99% content driven so I, I'm not saying that like I'm going to wake up one day and like oh, I don't want to do this anymore that's that's not what I'm saying I don't want anybody to think that but a whole that's, other level of stress has been added yeah that that's that is 100% that is exactly where I was whenever I had Valormade designs like ex what you just said that is yeah. exactly what I went through is where the hobby becomes the the profession or or the the money or the income source, and you are you're attaching, um, you're attaching these practical things to it now, 
and so now it it, it kind of devolves into this other kind of animal or beast um, which is always a challenge always a challenge I and think the thing that I'm well I think the thing that I'm struggling with the most like I agree with you 100% right now it's time you know I I'm very limited on the time that I can do stuff and then we're like oh we want to do this to the house we want to do this to the house we want to do this to the house and we have a maybe we're going to move and we have a child coming and I've got to go to work. I think I'm at, I'm just at this point right now where because my time is so limited, I have to be very selective about what I'm doing. And I feel like I'm getting things done, but I'm not getting all the things that I really want to get done. And a lot of this just goes back to like, Hey, I need to be freaking realistic. Come next year. It's, it's going to be okay. You know what I mean? Like I'll have more time to dedicate towards this stuff, but you guys are setting me up. Perfect. (laughs) Nice. Well, you know, you know, Jason, like your <laughs> time is always going to be a problem. Yeah, it's always like even now. I mean, granted, I'm in school, but it is always going to be a problem. So, don't think that it won't. It just means that something else is going to take its place of your 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 day job. You know, maybe there's maybe there's something. You know, not that I would ever hope so, but maybe there's going to be a challenge that comes with having the new baby. You know, that you don't foresee. So oh, you mean like a child? <laughs> no, no, I'm saying, I I'm saying with, with that no, child, yeah. you know, there, there may be unforeseen challenges that, that, that may come with that. Not that I hope that ever will, but. Right. Um, and, and that's, I, I think for me, I'm kind of learning from that past life, Jason, of what you just kind of said, where there was all the stress that came from, um, from my previous woodworking business. And there's this really awesome saying and and I don't mean to be religious but um, from a pastor a video that I'd seen once where the things that we escape to eventually become the things that we try to escape from and it's it's when we we attach ourselves in an unhealthy way to what we're doing and and so it's very hard to separate what you were talking about how what you love to do is now a part of the business Um. And again, I think that's why, for me, that's why I've been kind of making up excuses as to why I didn't want to have YouTube videos or push myself too hard to make YouTube videos or to have stress come from that because I didn't want to have or experience that to where it's like now I feel this pressure. Well, I've got to make a video or I've got to do this and I've got to do that. Like I want to keep – I'm, I'm going to do my the best that I can to keep woodworking like – in that pure form to where it's not attached to this monetary income and not that I'm going to be perfect at it, but I don't want to make this, those same mistakes, you know, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. I don't want to be you is what I'm trying right. to say. Like, yeah. I don't want to be some miserable middle-aged, oh you know, balding man with facial hair. Hey now, yeah. not going to be me. Get up. Get it. <laughs> That's fine. Interesting. But, <laughs> I think interesting. Interesting. Here's a I think the thing that's stressing me out about it right now is that like I've I'm really like trying to stick to this video a week, which is hard enough in itself. Like I made the dumb mistake to do this once before and I stopped doing it. Yeah. But things are going really well and I enjoy it. And the thing that keeps bringing me back to it and getting me back out in that shop is when I have, you know, multiple messages and they're like this video is the most helpful thing i've watched and i've watched 10 videos or those are always, oh my God. always awesome comments i love those. yeah 
for you know as many of the hateful comments you know that i read like that's such that's like a not even a one percent right of the amount of comments that i very validating very validating and i love it like the video that we were talking about that's coming out on friday um i went out yesterday filmed that thing in about two hours edited it last night in a couple hours and like this is one of those videos that i feel super good about and i think it's going to help people and they're going to find it interesting and yeah like like I is love it that. is it is it going to blow up like maybe you know th- there is there is another quarter 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 view video that has quite a lot of views on it but from a value perspective at least from whenever i watched it i was like dude this is probably the best video that you've ever made you know do i do i think it's going to set the world on fire like no it's a little work no i mean video. none of the videos but, that i'm going to do are, are going to do that but but again, just from from a production standpoint, from a woodworking standpoint, from a content creator standpoint, it is a very well balanced video. Like, you know, if you watch this video and then you go and watch your first video where you're like, you know, like just the just your head is in the frame and you're like talking. <laughs> hey, I'm Jason. Man, we're gonna talk about how do you how you get how you buy wood and um you gotta you gotta get the wood stuff and like it's just. <laughs> Classics, <laughs> classics. Yeah, but those. It's when just, you look back at those, you go, "Wow, I've come a long way." Wow, oh, such I, a piece of shit. But I still am. Yeah, you know? but I get. But it's, I get comments about that all the time. They're like, "Holy cow, I've been following you for years, and your videos now are so much better than yeah. when you started." I'm like, "Yeah, thanks for reminding me." Yeah, but it's good. It's good. It's yeah. a process. Well, I actually use, I use it to my advantage because you know I get asked a lot about youtube and everybody kind of just wants to jump in and be ahead of the game and have good editing right off the bat and they worry about all these things i'm like just put videos out there like go back and look at my old videos <laughs> like they suck yeah. <laughs> like they're awful and, and I'm, but that's I'm how you learn with, i'm struggling with that again you know i mean your videos have always been awful so when you release them once every year <laughs> hey look i've already started i've already started filming again no i'm excited all right, I've I've blabbed long enough. That yeah, said let's hear it because you're talking. You're setting this up. Yeah, how you're going to come in? You're going to come in and swoop up this, nope. this topic like no, I'm like not. you've got this big revelatory thing nope. you're going to say. Nope. Um, when I threw those questions at you, what was it yesterday? And I said okay. Yeah. And you know me, I like to be prepared. And I thought about it this evening uh, as we were getting ready to do this. And I said, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? And then all of a sudden, it started to pour out of my head onto the paper. And I went, that is what motivates me. Somebody asked me this question about four years ago, five years ago. We were at dinner. And uh, he's a very famous guy. I'm not going to tell you who he is. but uh, Jason Bent. No, he's, he was at that, I'll just say right now, at that time, he was the owner of this old house, Ventures. And... Uh, he said, and we were with a bunch of people, and he said, uh, "Joe Biden, Abraham Lincoln." <laughs> I read that goddamn stuff. <laughs> you know what he said? He said, "What motivates you, Sedge?" Because everybody was saying something. And I go, <clears throat> "My wife's smile." Mm. And he just looked at me. Went, "What do you mean by that?" I go, "I'm a show off," and I love it when I could show off what I made to my wife. He looked at me and he went, that was a really good answer. <laughs> and she wasn't there. So let me, let me expound on this a little bit. Okay. Whether I was building for somebody 
or whether I'm building for her now. She's my only client. Um, I love to show her what I have been doing in the shop. And she comes out and now on a Sunday afternoon and she goes, what are you working on? And I show her and she goes, that is so cool. You know what she says? She goes, you really know what you're doing. <laughs> you know, and I'm I like, hope so after three decades, yeah, I would hope honey, thank way. you. But you know what? She is my entire life. Okay, so here is more of the answer. My whole life, whether it was with my dad, uh, my grandfather, when I was seven, up in northern Maine, uh, in his wood shop, he was a master carpenter, or whether it was my dad, you know. Uh, he did everything around the house. Um, I love to learn. And my dad mm-hmm. would always say to me, you will learn something from every person you come in contact with. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. You will, you, will, you will learn. You must learn something new every day. So I'm going to fast forward to another gentleman um, who said something to me at Mark Adams one morning. I got there at 7 a.m., and he was the only person there in the cafeteria. And his, he's a, he's, in his profession, he's famous in um, the medicine field, medical field. And he said... Ron Jeremy. <laughs> and he said to me, his mother uh, told him when he was a little boy, it, to not use your hands and your creativity is not is what it is not is to not use your humanity. Mm-hmm. Okay, and to me that blew me away. So Ben, what you said earlier, when I was ten years old, I have you guys ever thrown pottery? Have you ever done pottery? I went to on mm-hmm. a, on a wheel. And I love to create, and I took a pottery class over a summer and in uh, Lewiston, Maine. And I'm going to tell you, it was called the craft school, and I loved ben, to turn pottery. I just loved to create. And listening to ben you. Ben and I reenacted the – Ben and I did reenact the scene from Ghost. Did you really? Yeah, and I, I thought – <laughs> and as I was I saying was, that, I was – I was to me more if anybody was asking. So, so I, like, I like to take an idea that's in my brain or design – and whether it was for a client listening to them and saying, hey, what do you like about your kitchen now? What don't you like? And then at the end, after the install, collecting that last check and saying, hey, are you happy with it? And mm-hmm. they would just go gush of how much they loved it. So that's, that brings a smile to my face. It brings satisfaction. I love the process. I love to problem solve. I love to get into something and go, oh, how am I going to do that? And then figure it out. So that that gets me going. That just gets my juices going. I just love woodworking. Now you got to think about this. I do it twenty four hours a day, basically my day job and mm-hmm. my yeah. night job. So there's sometimes, and I was listening to you, Jason. You know, and it's not always right. You know, you're gonna go through that roller coaster of. Oh, man, I'm going to get out. That's why I went, what motivates you out to the shop, what gets you out there. And you went at it, man. You love going out to that shop. I know you do. Okay? It's just there's going to be highs and lows going through mm-hmm. everything. So, and, that's, and that's everything, not just work. That, that's, that's everything. So what gets me out to this shop right now? 
okay, is I wasn't out in this shop. You know that. I mean, and so what happened was, it sounds funny, but I wrote this down because I tell this story all the time. And I'm sorry I'm going on and on, but I just want no, people listening to understand we go through this as professional woodworkers. You know, what gets you out to that shop? You know, don't get overwhelmed. But I was on a yeah. conference call, you know, when the pandemic started. I was, on a, I was on a conference call, and I was walking around the house, and my littlest dog had chewed every outside corner on all the base. And I was stuck at home. Nothing, not really, I was, oh, it's just so frustrating. I couldn't go into work during the week. And I said, oh, look at those corners. I'll get to that later this year. And I, I hung up on the conference call. I go, what am I talking about? I go, I, I got time to do it now between conference calls and stuff. I can't go into work. I'm not, we're not bringing in people to teach or anything. So I did all my, all my base on my first floor, had a hell of a time, painted the first floor. I got so much stuff done because I traveled a lot. And I couldn't do it. And that's what motivated me back out to my shop. And the other thing is I started Sedge Tool and those boys motivated me. I started another business. And in all of that, yeah, that's that's definitely apparent. And the other thing is, I'm so stoked about it because I can teach on the weekends, and I'm teaching Derek. We just happened to put it on the YouTube channel. I'm loving it. I'm out in the shop right now. It's freaking so cold here in Indiana, but it's it's 67 in my shop. I upgraded the HVAC to the Mr. Cool. I put in the American green lights. Man, I am back in my shop, full bore. I'm out here all the time. And that's what motivates me because those boys have their businesses now. I got mine. We're, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a partnership between the three of us. And we have so much daggone fun on the weekends, you know, doing the content and, well, building stuff uh, for the Sedge Tool channel. It's so much fun. Those boys motivate me. Now I'm going to take it one more step. <sighs> you two motivate me. Mm. Hanging out with you two. I would have hung out with you anyhow. We just happened to do this podcast, and you have motivated the snot out of me. Mr. Bent? Yes, sir? You are you're the one who told me to do it, and I, you said it. Just go and do it. Struggle through it. You're not going to have the greatest videos in the beginning. Ben, when I met you, and the next day you guys had talked, and we said, let's do this podcast. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I couldn't wait to get home from work today, set all of this up, and get going again on a podcast. I love doing yeah. this with I, you guys. I was, like around Saturday, I was like, man, I wish we were recording tonight because I really wanted to do it. <laughs> but, I mean, looking at Jason, you're like, God, this, I could probably make better content than this guy. <laughs> and that's what really motivated For me. For sure. So, <laughs> I mean, look at everybody else around me growing super fast, and here I am like a freaking snail. <laughs> Slow and steady wins the race, I guess. It does. So thanks, guys. I just wanted to – I thought that might be a good question for us because I've learned a lot about YouTube tonight, and, you know. It's awesome, man. Yeah. You know, you, you were saying, Sedge, earlier about Marianne, and, and it, it made me kind of think about Jennifer. And the times that she is here when I, I did have to work on something, like she would just take um, – grab one of the chairs from upstairs and come downstairs and say, oh, I, I just want to watch. I've never had that. Never. Now, I mean, like maybe like with my kids, they may have yeah. for like a couple minutes, but you know, to have someone to come down to, to kind of um, 
want to see what I'm doing ah. and how I'm doing it and ask me questions and, and, and just, just want to watch me or, or observe me doing what I do. Um, and, you know, I think that was probably one of the reasons why I really loved making that door for her. I know. I know. You, you know, you were because so I damn knew proud. That she would have. Because I knew that she would appreciate it. And for weeks after, weeks after, she would say, I love the door, love the door, love the door, love the door. Um, you were like, so, you, know, I, you were like this. Dun, dun, dun. We, well, yeah, I mean, we're, we're you know, we're, we're men and, and men are very egocentric. And, you know, if, if you want to, if you want to get on the guy's good side, you pump up his ego, you know, because that's, that's what we're about. We're about bravado and and getting things done and accomplishing things and stuff like that. And so she definitely plays into that. Yeah. Um, and so it, it just, you know, hearing you say it kind of makes me look forward to the future and, and kind of seeing where things go and, you know, what, what kind of things that she's going to want for, you know, ask for me to make and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it's just going to only contribute to that, the enjoyment of the craft and, and making things and try to come, come up with new ideas or new designs. Yeah. And I, I I built for everybody else. Yeah. But man, I built for one person now and that's her. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she is so daggone appreciative. And yeah. and, and it, that's and that's what I really appreciate about Jennifer too. Is yeah. How much she appreciates it. Yeah. Nicole just points out my mistakes. <laughs> no, she <laughs> doesn't. That's that's her German yeah. coming out in her. Yeah, she'll come out there and be like, "What what is this? There right are several here? deficiencies sh- I see here, Jason. <laughs> you should have done this differently, y'all. He's good at accents. I see the finish here is not uniform. Perhaps you should finish this. Oh, my God. Or, or maybe you think about your life in a wheelchair. You know. <laughs> he makes me laugh, man. How, how will you pick up your teeth off the ground if your fingers are broken? You know, Jason. Finish, fix the finish, please. Please. Did, did yes, you, you did you interrogate people in the army? <laughs> wow! Oh my god! I'll tell you, man, it's a gift. As a kid, I could just do accents. You tell me a country, and I could I could just do it. You missed your calling, brah. I know. I should be a voiceover artist. <sighs> that was pretty dang good. So that was. Uh... <laughs> you should do a whole episode like that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! And then and then bring in Nicole to evaluate the accent. Yeah, I should bring Nicole on. We should have Nicole on as a guest for a podcast. And Ben, you should just talk like that the entire time. She would call me out. You know what's She'd funny? Like, though? You're just all over the place with your dialect, Ben. Like, you know what my favorite thing to do with Nicole is? And don't don't no, make don't, Nazi be jokes. Careful. No. <laughs> um, oh oh come! She's on. actually really good at it at Nazi is, jokes. Oh, is, Watch uh, Beer Fest. Beer Fest? What is yeah. that? You've never seen Beer I Fest? I never have either. No. And everybody says, oh, you got to see what it. What is it? Beer Fest is, it's all the guys from, it's like a bunch of the guys from uh, Super Troopers. And they make like this uh, team that goes to Germany for like the Oktoberfest games where they are going against the Germans and all these like German drinking games. It's hilarious. But anyways, everything in it, all the German actors are like so over the top uh-huh. just, and Nicole's watching the whole time. She's like, Oh my God, this, and I'm like, honey, this is dead on accurate. Like, this is exactly <laughs> what it's like. <laughs> you, the American, the American <laughs> selling her. 
Yeah, I'm like, this is the most accurate depiction of German culture oh ever. Oh, my God. She must hate you. You have to watch it, Ben. It's hilarious. She doesn't think it's so, so it's, funny. So it's almost like... It's almost like the German version of Get Bent, but it's with Nicole watching German stuff. Yes. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. She's going to be a guest. And I'm, I'm serious. The entire episode, you have to talk like that. So, Nicole, tell me. Uh... <laughs> There's, who's the name of the comedian? What was it? Flavana? I can't remember the guy's name, but he was on like Jimmy Fallon or somebody. Just talking about like Germans and German cinema, uh, cinema and stuff, and you know they're like, "Well, who should play the bad guys?" Oh, us, the Germans. We should be the bad guys, you know, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Flu Flu Laborg. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. that dude is hilarious. hilarious. That dude is hilarious. All right. Anyway, what are we doing? Are we doing a? Speaking of angry Germans. Oh boy! I think it's time for us to get into the next segment, Jason. Yeah. Get bent. Yeah, get bent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, I... Jason, share, share with us your hatred on the internet. <laughs> uh, honestly, tonight, guys, I only have one. Ooh. What has the I people said there... that just upset you? <laughs> there are some borderline ones. But, all right. This is from my using the domino. Wait, 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 wait. Get bent. Get bent. <laughs> Get bent. Get bent. Get bent. <clears throat> Get bent. How to add a vertical divider in a cabinet using the Festool Domino. Here we go. I don't get why people spend so much money on those things. You can buy a Lamello Classic for $800 less and do the same thing, plus the biscuits are $50 for $1,000 will last a ling time. <laughs> Festool. Festool is not worth the money, in my opinion. So many things wrong with this, because I'm fairly certain you can't get a Lamello basic. For $800. No. no. $800 less no. than a Domino. That's saying that that... No. That it's... Lamellos what, are more expensive than Domino. $300. Than the DF500. Uh, dang right it was. <laughs> yeah. You're dang right it was because I just spent 2000 bucks on the Lamello and, well, I got the Domino kit and the Biscuit Blade, but the machine itself was $1,450 or something crazy like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, I do have one more. It's whoa, kind whoa, of wait, wait, wait. I, I wrote down this really good quote the other day. Because you said it, Jason, in my opinion. Yeah. Opinions are not proof of understanding. <laughs> That's all I have to say. This, this one was from my Tracksaw Square comparison. I've actually got comments similar to this quite a few times, and I think it's ridiculous. It says, as a noob, this review is not very helpful. You never make a single cut with any of the squares. And I, I just, I thought that was funny. Like, is that, is that really the, the point of comparing the track saws? Guess what? They all attach to a track and theoretically should cut at 90 degrees. <clears throat> can, I, can I ask you a question? When someone writes one of these lame comments, do you go to their channel to see how many subscribers of what they produce? 
No, not at all. Because I mean, I do. most I do. Most people, well, most people on YouTube, they're not on YouTube to create a channel. They're on. They have an account because that allows them to. But they, you know, they're not creating content. No, they're just they just want to be uh, douches to everybody. Is what they want to be. I still to this day do not understand what. Like I've never left a negative comment. Neither have I. And, Ever. And, and, the, why? The, what? Why? I, I, I would don't say that get it. There, there is a huge difference between a critical comment and a negative comment. I have left yeah. critical comments before, but I've never left a negative one. Boy, you are setting me up for this one, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I welcome right, criticism. Right. I don't welcome negativity. That's uh, it, it, I was. I can't say it better because that's exactly what I was going to say when I read mine. I have one tonight. Go ahead, Jace. Read what that guy said. No, I, oh, you read it? Uh, yeah, I don't, oh, I, I don't have any more. Ben, you got one? It's been no, a, I don't. It's been an easy week oh. this week. People have been nice to me. Okay. It's been a really stress-free really stress week. I hate it. Okay, so. I hate it. I have one. Let's okay. hear it. It's on my uh, one of Sedge's, our Sedge's quarterly negative comment. And this is kind of cool because I looked. This guy had two subscribers, him and his hand. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Palma, Palma Henderson. Palma, uh, <laughs> Rosie Palma and her five sisters. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I can't. I'm going to laugh because I can't do the accent, but. Okay, you ready? <laughs> this is what I think yep. a person like this sounds like. Hi. <laughs> it seems it's more important to pan up continuously on the narrator than to focus on the subject matter. This style of YouTube fluff is discouraging to watch. So why are you watching? <laughs> yeah. You and your hand are watching. Okay, now let's... You, sir, sir, please tell us. Please report <clears throat> who it is that's holding the gun to your head forcing you to watch this free content. <laughs> who is it? Okay. Tell us. Now, somebody replied to that guy or replied oh, to me. But, Ben, it was completely different. Jason, it was completely different. You know what it was? I respect this guy because he watches all the videos on Sedge Tool. And he said... Uh, to this person's point, uh, sometimes the cameraman goes too quick between you and your content. And I was doing something with the uh, hand plane I was doing. And he goes, it's kind of shaky. And I think that's what he's getting at. Um, it causes me sometimes my vertigo to kick off. But it was really cool that that was constructive criticism mm -hmm. versus being a douche. Yeah. yeah, you know, and um, yeah. I respect that. I love cre uh, creative, cri uh, creative criticism or good criticism because it'll make us better. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. But man, there, why I, be I why be mean? That's what I don't I, get. I distinctly remember uh, this one comment I get I got in one of my first videos from um, someone. They, they they watched the festival live videos called Welsh Rabbit. That's the guy's name but, on YouTube. Hey Ben. That's yeah. the guy who gave me the constructive criticism. And he, and he he did the same thing in one of my videos. Yep. And, you know, he, what he said was absolutely right. Yep. I was like, you know what, you're right. And then going forward, I corrected. And then the next video, he was like, hey, you know, this is so much better than the previous video. So, like, the, like I always welcome criticism. Always welcome criticism. Me too. Me too. But yeah. I, I can't stand mean. 
So I just said, hey, yeah. thanks for sharing. Good for you. Well, like Jason, Jason had a comment a, a few months ago, and and I don't know if it was you, if it was Jason or me that challenged it, and I think it was you, Jason. He was like, "Oh, I was just having a really bad day," and like mm-hmm. blah blah blah. I'm like, "Okay, well, why would you take it out on a random person on on YouTube or the internet who is creating free content to make you a better woodworker? Like, why would that make you feel better about yourself?" Because you know, it wasn't exactly what I was looking for. How yeah. dare you? In that <laughs> exact trash. moment. How dare you not know exactly what I wanted it in the future when I was coming to, from the past and, and you don't. It's like, what? I just feel oh, I gotta. I feel bad for people like that because they're, you, you'll never true. make that person happy. No, Talk, they talking will never on make this, themselves happy. Talking on this point, right? So <laughs> I did that video on. Uh, getting started on a CNC, the only CNC video I've done, right? But mm-hmm. when I was like trying to get started, there, there's just nothing out there. Like, how do I do these simple things just to make a freaking cut? And so when I figured all that stuff out, I was like, I'm going to make a video on this. And with this one guy, so many people have been like, this is exactly what I've been looking for. I couldn't find it anywhere. And I'm like, oh, I was totally in your shoes. And this one guy <laughs> comments fairly recently. And he's like, what did he say? Ironically, the thing that I needed to know wasn't in this video. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, I forgot. I'm, I, yeah, I apologize. Like that, you just wasted your time, and the one thing that you needed to know was not in this video. I apologize. Yeah, I just, I don't get it. Never make anybody. You can't make them all happy, and that's okay. But like Ben said, I don't. What then? Just don't watch it, and or, or you have watched it. Why leave something nasty like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. Where's Ben walking the cats? Well, I was talking, so he got up and <laughs> stopped paying attention. <laughs> oh, my God. But we can go ahead and do our... Uh, IG call-outs? IG call-outs. Okay. While on him. Okay. Do can, you have one ready? Oh, yeah. This is a really good one, and it's long overdue. Okay, so... <clears throat> Hear me out on this because this is a three-pack in one pack, okay? I'm going to call it out because these three guys are fantastic. They have one of my favorite podcasts. You can find them at the, T-H-E, dot, Modern Craftsman. Oh, yeah. Okay? And their podcast is on Apple, Spotify. It's on all platforms. It is a must-listen Okay, now, if you go to the IG account, the.martincraftsman, you'll see their link tree, and it'll link to the three guys. And they are Nick Schiffer, and he's on Instagram at NSBuilders, Tyler Grace at TRG Home Concepts. Oh, my God, these guys are great. And then Johnny Horhan at Vintage Builders. The, the, you go listen to their podcast. <laughs> Great. They, uh, they, they. I was a guest on their podcast, and I didn't know what a podcast was. And uh, that was your first one. Wasn't it, it was my first one. Uh, and by the way, those guys are my friends. Uh, I've known Nick for a few years now. They're the best of the best remodelers and home builders in the Northeast in New Jersey. Um, so go give them a listen. You will learn. So much daggone info from these guys. I can't say enough about them. 
Okay. The thing that I the thing that I love about those guys the most is that they're three guys that are so good at what they do and have so much experience and you sit there and think these guys have got to have it all figured out and you listen to their podcast and you're like these guys are just as lost as I am. You know what I mean? The same struggles mm-hmm. and all of that like that's one thing I love about their podcast so much is they're constantly talking about you know, these struggles and these things that they wish that they would have known and that they've learned and the things that are stressing them out. And I'm just like, man, so it, it never gets any better. <laughs> yeah. And what, but what's cool is they're so giving, they mm-hmm. want to share, they want to pass things on and yep. they got, whew, they got great businesses, great business sense and great, great businesses because of it. So give they it all a, do unbelievable work. I really like what, uh, how NS builders is, really starting to get heavy into the more modern style mm-hmm. like oh man the stuff that they do is just unbelievable yep i love it for sure all right i'll go next i don't i can't remember if we've ever done this one before so if we have i apologize but for me it's uh nick james design yeah um i, think I don't we think have. we've no i don't think we have um and that's what it is nick james design he's he's got a really big following but um he just builds beautiful furniture like absolutely beautiful furniture does really good work definitely an account uh to be following for sure i don't have a you know a good like long drawn out explanation yeah. i just think he does fantastic work no he he definitely does he's he's in my feed which which makes me think that we've done it before but doesn't really matter Mine this week, you guys all know her, built by Stevie. Oh, yeah. She's awesome, man. Yeah, she's she, great. She's she really talented woodworker, um, avid hiker, based off of her most recent posts. Looks like Arizona or Utah. Grand Canyon, I think. Grand Canyon, yeah. But, um, no, man, she, she's just, she's really great. She's She's spunky. She's got really high energy and... You know, she says what's on her mind. She doesn't. Um, she she doesn't try to jump on trends, um, like some people do. She just kind of does what she does, and like that's it. You know, like she's all about her it's, business. It's it's a very genuine account. That's what I'm trying to say. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've definitely give I her a follow. The, she she does really awesome built ads. Yeah. Yeah, I've been she's following cool her for shop. years. Yeah. Yeah. She was at she's a Rubio. Really, really great. At, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same event where you guys met, right? Who? Huh? You, when you and Sedge met, like 2018, 2017? Yeah, Rubio. Yeah, yeah. she was at the Rubio Festival. 19. Yeah. She wasn't at the one. She was at the first one, wasn't she? Yeah, she was at the first yeah, one. Yeah, she was at the yeah first yeah. one. <clears throat> yeah, no. I, she should be at WorkbenchCon, I would think. She's been there yeah. the last couple of years. She's so cool. We and talked I, one night I, at the bar for a long time last year. I haven't heard anything about work, like... Nothing about things getting changed or canceled. Yeah, or I hope I hope it goes. I, I hope it doesn't, man. I'm really looking forward Me to. Me too. We're, we're down to a month now. Yeah, I really want to be there. I'm taking the whole week off, so I've already got my PTO scheduled and everything, and I'm stoked to be there, hang out with you guys. So yeah, it'll be fun. I, one thing I will say is I, I did put out a little feeler. Uh, in one of the groups that I'm in uh, on Instagram, asking if any of those guys, if, if it does get canceled, if they're going to go. I know Mike Coffey said that they're still going to go. Um, 
Hibbs and uh, Keith and Nick, I believe they all said they were thinking about still going as well because a lot of people already bought their plane tickets in their hotel. Obviously, the, yeah. the ticket price would be refunded. Um, but I haven't heard anything about it getting canceled yet either. Like, there's been no rumors. I just, I'm looking at the writing that's on the wall. Mm-hmm. And like Nicole was supposed to go to a, a conference down in, I want to say Louisville uh, for a weekend in February, like the second week, the, the week before uh, Valentine's Day. And she found out today that that got canceled. Yeah. So I was supposed to be in knows. Orlando this coming up weekend and that canceled out. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I just hope it's not one of those things where it's like know, very last minute when it gets canceled. a week if before gets, and they're yeah. like, yeah. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna nix it, but yeah. I mean, a worst case scenario, like I'd still love to go down there and hang out for a couple of days, especially if quite a few people still intend on going. And then what you'll, if we go down there and we're like, hey, we're doing a get together at the hotel lobby, tons of people in the local area yeah. would show up. So yeah, it would still be fun. Yeah, we'll see. Well, cool, man. That's gonna do it for this episode. <gasps> Sedge, that was a really great topic, man. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Jason, don't let us down. What do you mean? With your topics next, your next week. I never let you down. My topics are always amazing. Mm. They're always fire. Mm. Isn't that what the young kids say? Hey. It's fire. Debatable. I just want to tell or ask everybody here who's listening, don't, don't forget. Please give us a review on Apple, Spotify. Yeah. We we had to resort to, to someone, oh. another oh, host ben, on this podcast it. to give us. Please read it. Let's close the episode out. I want everybody to hear. Maybe we have a new segment I, where we read a nice review. This is the I, most I, truthful, honest <laughs> review that has come in on the podcast so and, far. So whoever it was, we really appreciate it. And make sure you read first the account it came from this review is brought to us by Bent's Woodwork <laughs> false false I mean, it says it it, it says I it know. Right somebody, here, somebody the Bent house somebody thinks they're funny but it was, they're it very was accurate. left on our Apple podcast reviews on January 7th 2022 I was out of Which, the country what, what kind of been. accent Sedge what kind of an accent all Russian give me the right? Russian no, German. German. German's so much better. It's hard. We'll, we'll you pick. German. I mean, Please I, I was kind of hoping you'd be like flamboyant, Sedge, but. No, no. Okay, no, we we'll, we'll, do we'll, we go, we'll go Deutschlander. We'll go Deutschlander. Okay. So, German. Jason is easily as hot as a podcast, dashing good looks, ridiculously smart, and incredibly funny. When I see Jason. I can't help but think of a combination of Brad Pitt, Matthew McConaughey, George Clooney. <laughs> Sage is a great because it is so great to hear insights from someone that grew up with Abraham Lincoln. So many years of experience. And then, well, he has a beard. <laughs> he actually said, I think. I love it. <laughs> that is the best. Truthful <laughs> review oh. that has been left. The, the most heartfelt, just honest, genuine review of this podcast that we've ever received. 
Yes. <laughs> thank we you. Just, we just wanted to thank the little, the little homosexual person that left it. Thank, oh, thank it's very clear was. from that review that this person had a very specific oh. orientation. Yes. It's probably a cab scout. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! It might have been Patrick. Oh. <laughs> it, it definitely seems like someone that eats eats purple crayons, that their favorite yeah. flavor is purple. Ooh. Oh, speak, speaking of Patrick, real quick, we were talking about names for for the next boy, um, which we ended up deciding on Max. Oh, cool but name. Nicole asked me, Max, she's like, Maximilian? Well, it's basically like Maximus and Leonidas. That's that's basically, you know, that's why I tell Nicole <laughs> names of real men, uh, which is why Patrick came out of the running. I was like, no, I want my, I want my boy to have a, a strong I want name. my son to be named Dragonfly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> This is Leo and Dragonfly <laughs> Bespoke Bespoke Dragonfly Bespoke Ben Yeah We love Patrick <laughs> They're coming next weekend Woo! Not this coming weekend Michelle will be Following yeah. weekend yeah, Next weekend Can't wait Matter of fact oh, It's funny They'll be listening They might They'll probably be listening To this podcast On, the on their way down on So the way. Patrick I'll see you in a few minutes, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All I, just, right. I just did. I just did the future. Anyways, let's let's wrap this one. So uh, for our patrons, don't forget tonight is our uh, our patron live call. Beers with the boys. We look forward to seeing everybody there yet again. For everyone else, Jason, where can they find you? Wait, you said internets? tonight. Yeah. Yeah, because it's wait, this Friday. Oh, yeah. You're right. It's already it's already happened. Hey, we really enjoyed the Beers of the Boys <laughs> segment last week. Yeah, it's great. We had such a great time. I can't believe Sedge got naked on camera. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had had a beer in like three weeks, and he had one. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. Bad, bad. I'm going to be hammered drunk by the end of it. <laughs> All right, Jason, where can everybody find you? Benswoodworking.com. Sedgley. Sedgetool.com. And you can find me, MarshallDesignWorks.com, even though it's been shut down for months now. Hopefully, by the time you listen to this, it will be operating and with purchasable plans. Because that's fingers my goal for the end of this week. Yeah, fingers crossed. But uh, thanks to everybody that has given us their time and attention to listen to this podcast. We hope that whatever it was that you were doing while you listened to us in your ear canals was fruitful. Hopefully, you did some good sandings. We could finishing some good woodworking or other things we uh, wasn't x-rated it could have been yeah could have been make sure you Listening clean up my voice i get it that didn't be our voice but uh make sure you leave a review wherever you listen to this particular podcast especially if you're listening on free feeds um and until then we'll see you in the next episode bye later bye-bye Hey, this is Ben, co-host and editor of the Green Suiters Podcast. This episode is over, but if you want to hear more topics like this and you want to be a part of our conversation, head over to patreon.com forward slash Podcast for early access to each show. If you're listening to this on free feeds, be sure to leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.